This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Didn't take long for Colin Morikawa to put his name on the Claret Jug. One for one. BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Coming up in 20 minutes, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight. I'm sure we'll give out some Masters picks coming up and uh, how we're going to play one of our favorite. I mean, it's just an incredible weekend of sports coming up. And joining us right now to talk about the Masters is Zach Price. You know, he knows his futures. He's joining us on the Roman guest line. Zach, welcome back to the show. I love the uh, the Masters banner behind you in the shot for those watching. It's going to be a fun weekend. Zach, what are you feeling here? T- take us through some of your early thoughts as we get ready for teeing this thing off morning uh, in the Masters. You got it, Zach? Oh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Man, this is sad. This is the day before the Masters. We need his info. Yeah, he's going to move to the phone. Yeah, we'll get him back. (laughs) Joe, we've lost Joe G twice today. There's there's nothing funnier than uh, on our show is my favorite. Listen, so I obviously know a lot of people will listen to the podcast or live on radio, but like we're doing the show on video as well. And when one of you guys freezes and Zach just froze on us, it's like (laughs) he's just stuck there. It's just like I I can't do it anyway. It's good. It's better than the the other end of the spectrum because we've all worked with people that just snap and freak out over every fly off the handle, start cursing on the air. We can't have that. (laughs) Well, we did have that, but that's another story. <laughs> ricochet shot. <laughs> that was a ricochet shot. Wow. I'm excited to talk to Zach when we get him back, though. What's your um, <laughs> What's your guess on, on Zach? Zach Price here. Is that good? All right. Zach Price is back with us. He's very talks of future. Zach? What do you think? Give us some thoughts on uh, on some golfers. Your uh, your first thought that when you looked at the odds, you're you're kind of zoning in on here. Yeah, Joe. So first of all, it's great to be back. I think my connection got disconnected again because I've got like all my computers, my laptop, my iPhone, um, my iPad, my desktop, and like everything's on the Masters app streaming. I'm watching live from the Masters, so um, I'm plugged in. This is my favorite tournament of the year, and. Um, I've been to the Masters several times. You guys saw me briefly for a second there wearing my 2008 Masters cap. That was my first Masters. Um, no one will probably remember who won that one, but that was Trevor Immelman won the 2008 Masters. He was a way down in the field. So I like to look in the middle of the field, uh, Joe, when I'm looking at futures for the Masters. <clears throat> and you know who I saw? Maybe not in the middle but sort of lower than I expected was Jordan Spieth. Um, he was in the twenties this year. I have him at about a 15 to one shot in my uh, model. And I saw him as high as like 28 
on the um, on, on in here in Colorado at one of the books. So Jordan Spieth has one of the best records ever. I think his first four Masters, he finished like second, first, third, and first. Um, so Jordan Spieth, he came in third last year, I want to say. He's a guy that I'm targeting. Um, and then, of course, you know, John Rahm has always made the top 10 here. Um, Eric, I'm sorry, he made the top 10 in all four majors last year. So it would be hard to ignore him. Um, this is the one tournament, guys, that I do stick to the big guns because it's very rare that someone – um, an unknown comes to win this tournament. I do stick to the big name. All right. Let's talk about making the cut. And you threw some names out there. Uh, many of those names, heavy, heavy favorites to make the cut. But like you right. mentioned, course history is more important here than any event we're going to see all year. So if we were to put together some sort of a make the cut or miss the cut parlay, I think we do have some sort of an edge, even though the prices would suggest we, we know who's going to make the cut. Uh, where, where would you look if you're putting together something like that? Would would you look and would you start at the minus 200 range of guys you expect to make the cut if we were to do something like that? And what are some names that maybe people aren't talking as much about that, that there's no doubt in your mind they're, they're going to make the weekend? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm looking for my um, – so I ha I saw a couple of guys. I saw three guys. Um, and, and, and I don't know what their make the cut is off the top of my head, but I saw them in the top 40, you know, some of these apps have top 40 bets, Patrick mm -hmm. Reed, Justin Rose and Webb Simpson were about minus one fifty to make the top 40 and to make the cut at Augusta. Well, you're maybe looking at 45 or 50. So, um, you might want to start with these guys, Patrick Reed won in 2018. He's a fighter. Um, I know he's not like exactly on his best game, but the way I feel about the Masters is you don't have to be on your game at the Masters. You just have to know this course, and you have to be trying to prepare in your mind leading up to this tournament. Maybe your swing's not there. Maybe your short game's not there. But when you step on the ground, everything's different. Um, for those of you guys who, know, who play golf, I used to be a competitive golfer. Um, I could be all in shambles with my swing. But when I get to a course that I'm familiar with, Suddenly it comes back to me. So Patrick Reed, Justin Rose is a guy who's, I believe the stat is he's led the Masters four times after round one. So if you're looking for a guy to make the cut, not necessarily win or top 10, Justin Rose is a guy who shoots out of the gates uh, as well. And Webb Simpson, he has a great course history here at Augusta. Now he is not playing his best golf. Some of the worst golf he's played in the last few years. But again, I'm going with this um, – Augusta history, not recent history. Webb Simpson plays very, very well here. All three of those guys I thought about minus 150 to make the top 40. So if you want to, you know, build a parlay and not take all the chalk at minus 700, John Rahm or Dustin Johnson. Oh, by the way, Dustin Johnson missed the cut last year. Um, I would go in that range, Reed, Rose, Simpson, and then maybe take a couple of guys who we just assume are going to make the cut um, at the top of the list, like a Spieth. Um, like a Ron. Zach, so if we're going to throw in a couple of more names in the same range, while we're on this, I wanted to, to follow up. What about Finau? Not in the best form, but we know strong history. Leishman and Na, too. Are those possibilities? Yeah, Leishman, definitely. I really love Leishman at this course. Finau, I do love at this course, but he really has been off his game. Um he, he is a top 10 machine. I don't think he's come in the top 10 all year, maybe once. So I am a little bit worried about Finau. 
Now he has the long game to destroy these par fives. So he's like a, a, a wide variance player. If I'm looking for a guy to make the cut, I might be looking for a guy more consistent like a Leishman. Um, and who is the third guy you mentioned, Joe? Uh, nah, t- 12 and 13 last yeah. uh, two times here. Yeah, Kevin Knott. So he's got a game for Augusta. I don't think he's going to win the tournament. He's like 300 to 1. But yeah, he does. He's a great putter. You have to be a great putter around here. He's a great iron player. You have to be a great. It's a second shot course, Augusta National. So nah, I do also like, again, you got to check the odds. Um, but um, if you, you know, if his odds are like around even money or minus 125 to make the cut, you know, the cut is very generous at the Masters. Um, we usually don't have a runaway winner, um, a runaway leader, and they like to be within 10 shots of the lead for the cut. So I think you could be pretty safe on those guys. See now, I am a bit worried about it. It would all depend on the odds. Um, normally, he's a big, strong candidate heading into this tournament, but he's been so off his game. I'm, I'm a little worried about him. That's that you like, Zach, for like top 10, top 20, top 30? Yeah, Aaron. So, okay, I'm looking at my list. So I I keep like a short list of just guys who are good at the Masters. And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they're going to win, but I do check like the top 10s and top 20s on them. And I'm looking at, let's see here, Louis Oosthuizen. Um, I'm looking at Bubba Watson, a two-time winner here, and way down in the odds. He's over 100 to 1 out here to win. So, again, all the top 10s and 20s are like derivatives of that uh, outright win. So I'm looking at guys who, who the bookmakers don't think have any chance of winning, but, but have a good course history here. Bubba, Ustaisen, um, Paul Casey plays pretty well here. Kevin Kistner has been playing well. Um, he's a Georgia guy. He's like 300 to one out here. Again, I think he would probably have some juicy odds for a top 20. Tommy Fleetwood plays out here. He's never won in the USA, but we're not talking about winning. We're talking about a top 20 or a top 10. Um, Justin Rose is another one of those guys. He was leading. He's come runner up here a couple times, actually was in a playoff a few years ago. So when I'm looking at the top tens, like a John Rahm seems like a lock for a top 10. He does it almost every time, but the value might not be there. Um, let me look down my list. A Webb Simpson I mentioned before, really far down the board this year. He has a good history here at Augusta. I like Webb Simpson to, um, you know, come back and have a good round. How about Adam Scott? Adam Scott, 2013 winner. Um, again, he's like 70 to one out here. I imagine his top 20 odds are pretty good. And then a guy I mentioned before, Patrick Reed also one out here, not in the best form, but I would not be surprised at all to see him contend, maybe not win, but snag a top 10 or a top 20 here. We're talking to Zach Price here on the Roman guest line. Zach, you mentioned a running list of, of players that have played well at Augusta and you kind of work off that. What do you think about players that we all agree are good golfers and they haven't played well at Augusta? Is that one of those things where you're like, you'll stay away and you need to see it first? Or do you kind of leave your mind open that maybe the value is low because they haven't played well there, but we all know they're good and maybe this kind of trend flips at some point. How about the guys that we all agree are good, haven't played well at Augusta? How do you factor them into your thoughts this weekend? Yeah, that's a really good question, Joe. So, um, every year there seems to be somebody that absolutely shocks me. They just surprise me and I get all nervous that they're going to win the tournament and, and, and bankrupt me. Um, Will is out of Taurus last year. So I have a rule guys, and you've heard it probably in every stat. And if you haven't, it's that no first time, um, play, you know, first appearance at the masters has won since 1979. Will's out almost did it last year. He came in second and he was one back of Matsuyama. So, um, 
what I do is uh, I cross off anyone who has never played Augusta. And guys, this year, they're never going to talk about this in years from now, but this year we know nobody played the course yesterday. Well, they played a couple holes, but it was a rainout. I think that really favors the veterans because these newbies, these debutantes, as they call them at the Masters, did not have a full practice round yesterday. So I think the, the prior experience on this course is going to be even more important this year with no practice round yesterday. Um, so guys, uh, even a guy like Sam Burns, he's the, he's the most favored debutante. Um, I'm just going to leave him off my board right now, even though he's phenomenal, won three times already. Uh, guys like that. I'm just going to stay away from them. I'm just going to stay away. I'm going to go with the veterans here. Yes, someone's going to shoot up and surprise me and start their good track record at the Masters. I can't do anything about that. I'm going to play the odds. I'm going to take, you know, the guys I listed on my um, my list of the guys who play well at the Masters. I'm going to look for them in matchups against guys who maybe are first-timers, and that's how I'm going to play the Masters. It's been successful for me in the past, but, of course, there are those guys. Abraham Hanser scared us all a couple of years ago in the November masters. I didn't see him play uh, doing well here with his low flight uh, ball flight, but you know, every year there seems to be somebody who just comes up and has a great tournament. That's okay. I'm going to play it wide and I'm just going to go with the veterans. Zach, tell us about your outright card. How many guys are you betting on to win the tournament? Do you have different tiers that you're going to pick from? Uh, what's your thought uh, the day before? Exactly. So I have tiers. I build tiers. Um, and, and I'll give you like the secrets of my spreadsheet. So if you've won the Masters before, your name is in green. Dustin Johnson, Hideki Matsuyama. I know he's got a neck injury. and He hosted the dinner last night. He even had to make a speech in English. He's probably a little torn, worn out. But like Jordan <laughs> Spieth, um, you know, Adam Scott, I mentioned, Bubba Watson, Patrick Reed. These guys are in green on my spreadsheet. But I do have tiers. I have about, let me see here. I'll bring it up right here because I'm not on the video chat with you guys. I can go on my computer. I've got about five tiers. The sixth tier is for um, all those debutantes I mentioned, Freddie and Bernhard Langer and all the older champions, you know, that I don't expect to win. And so in the first tier, I'm looking at DJ, Rom, Spieth, Justin Thomas. Rory McIlroy is an interesting guy. So I do have some plays on him at around 20 to 1. Rory needs to start well this week. Um, his last three Masters in the first round, in 2019, he shot 73. In 2020, he shot 75. And then last year, he shot 76. But he ends up finishing well. So Rory's a guy that I did bet on this year. If he can get off to a good start, I would really keep an eye on him. Um, other guys in the higher tiers, Xander Shafley, he, sh he really almost should have won it last year. He plunked the ball in the water at 16, but he made a huge run at the end. Um, and then, you know, um, and my second tier is guys like, uh, a Daniel Berger, Bryson. I have him in there. I'm a little unsure about what he's going to do this year. Who's ties in, uh, Will Zalatoris of course had that great year. They're a little bit below. Um, I'm going to take flyers on them based on their odds because they are in the forties to fifties range. And then when you get in tier three, we're talking about like a Corey Connors, a Paul Casey, you know, um, a Shane Lowry. Those guys I don't think are going to win the Masters, but man, I would not want to ignore them if they're near the lead heading into Sunday. So that's kind of how I go. And then I try to stay away from anybody further down, like a Ryan Palmer, even a Lee Westwood. He's getting way too old for this. Um, Max Homa, a great player. I just don't think he can win the Masters. So I, I take their tier down a little more. And then an, another thing about my tiers, Joe, 
is I try to find guys in like a tier two or a tier three matched up against like a tier four or five in a head to head. And I will use those tiers to, um, you know, always play the higher tier in those head to heads and kind of just take a bunch of them and let the odds shake out. Price in the Roma guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com slash BeckQL now to get $15 off your first month. Getroman.com slash BeckQL. Lightning bets next on the BeckQL network. Bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BeckQL Daily from BeckQL.